Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Lena podcast on a mission to change the way the world eats. My name is Angela Shurina. I'm a certified nutritionist, health nutrition, brain performance coach, and just someone with a lot of passion for helping people to learn how to use nutrition as a precise tool to look, feel, and do your absolute best. Guys, welcome to the last episode of this week. We've made it! <laughs> Another week of Friday. Um, I love Fridays. I don't know, they always have this lighter feeling. It's kind of like the last day of the working week, at least for most of the world, and then there is weekend. Um, I love every day. But guys, I must share with you honestly that it hasn't always been the case. In fact, I think only in the past, let's say now I think it's four or five months that I've been feeling really good. If I'm really honest, probably the last three months. <laughs> and I think that's because I finally learned how to balance my own brain chemistry. I definitely, definitely learned more about brain chemistry in the last uh, half a year than I've ever learned. All the, you know, nutrition knowledge, all the lifestyle knowledge, um, integrative health knowledge, it was all there. Uh, but I didn't spend that much time researching brain chemistry and how it is connected to our specific nutrition and lifestyle adjustments. And now that I got so much into that and applied it to myself, to my own imbalanced brain chemistry, and now that I know how to keep it balanced, I just feel so much, so much better, so amazing. And I used to be on the side of a negative thinking, meaning whenever a situation happens, whenever there is uncertainty, I would always think on a negative side. So for example, if um, I had a scheduled meeting and somebody would cancel, I would think, well, that's probably because something I did wrong, or something is wrong with me, something I said, something else, right? Instead of thinking, um, hey, maybe that person is super busy this week. Maybe they're overwhelmed with something in their life. Um, maybe something exciting happened in their life and they just got, you know, so much more work and things to take care of that they just don't have the time and attention to dedicate to our meeting. Um, or for example, when a client would not get progress uh, for some time, I would think, well, that's probably me, you know, I'm not such a great coach. Uh, and then I would find out that the client actually felt um, not so good about themselves because they got overwhelmed with work or relationships and they couldn't commit to uh, taking any actions that we talked about, right? And they actually felt very embarrassed and felt like... Um, I would fire them as clients, um, and they actually loved working with me, right? But I'm sharing this with you to um, let you a little bit more inside of how my brain used to work. And now that I'm researching all these peculiarities of brain chemistry and brain types uh, and brain tendencies, I'm realizing that actually... 
that's just how my brain chemistry worked. There were some imbalances in neurotransmitters that I addressed, by the way, that made me think more negative thoughts. And yes, I did also work uh, on changing my thought patterns actively, like when I would catch myself thinking a negative thought or telling myself a negative story, I would ask myself, like, what actual facts do you have to support that? Uh, what's in life makes you think that is true? And it's not just the story in your head, right? So I did a lot of work on that side. But then also, I realized that my brain was not producing enough of, well, I realized because it's actually not, um, we're not able to measure that yet in our brain. A lot of brain chemistry, yet we cannot measure it in the brain because a lot of neurotransmitters are made on as needed basis, meaning we make them, the reaction, the thought, the feeling, the action happens, and then they're gone. So it's hard to say what we actually produce enough of, not enough of, the exact levels, and then the effects of certain nutrition and supplement and lifestyle strategies. So it's hard to measure except for one way, how your thinking, your emotional balance changes, how your personality traits change, and how actions in your real life change. So I was on the side of a negative thinker. Now that I've adjusted my brain chemistry, and I'm going to share with you exactly what I was low on, it seems like. Again, we can't really measure it, so I'm just um, making an educated hypothesis, right? Um, And that's the same you can do for yourself. But again, there is at, at the moment not no precise way to uh, measure the levels of certain neurotransmitters. So I was on the side of negative thinker and now I'm super optimistic, positive thinker. And people sometimes don't believe that I actually feel that way, that I actually think of positive outcomes no matter what you tell me. You tell me, oh, it's raining. Um, and I would say, it's so refreshing. And uh, usually it's so hot, but now, uh, you know, it's uh, it's refreshing. That's the word that I used yesterday, for example, when it rained in Playa del Carmen, where it's usually sunny. And then somebody would tell me, well, I don't like when it's raining. I'm like, but uh, I love it because it uh, breaks people's patterns and it's all messy and fun and people are uh, kind of cute trying to avoid all the water. <laughs> so that's how my mind thinks these days. And again, also realize that there is always positive in every situation and uh the only negative thing is our estimation of a lot of things. Uh, it doesn't matter what happens, we can always get something positive from it, see an opportunity or a lesson to learn. Uh, even from feeling pain, uh, we can learn from that experience a lot about our how our body works and what we can do to help it to work better and maintain great health, right? There is, there is always an opportunity to get a lot of positive uh, outcomes from any situation. And it's just the change of mental state and also the change of neurotransmitters to make it easier. So today we are talking, guys, about GABA. It's a neurotransmitter 
transmitter, a brain chemical. It's also called a nature's volume because it's so important for relaxation. This neurotransmitter is specifically inhibitory, so it makes you stop. It makes neurons not go, not fire, not do things. And that's... Um, very important for relaxation states. Uh, it's like a brake on your car, right? If the car cannot go without gas pedal, but if it can't stop, <laughs> that's also not a good situation, right? So the same with GABA. If we can't relax, if we can't on a regular basis feel calm and happy, then it's also not a great uh, situation. On the other side, when GABA levels are not balanced or not sufficient, we can feel more anxious, overwhelmed, overstimulated. Also, what's common when GABA levels are not balanced and insufficient for one reason or the other, we might feel more dread for one reason or the other in our life. We might experience more negative thoughts, patterns, especially at night. And I can totally relate to that. You know, night comes and I would start thinking about all the negative things that can happen, could happen, did happen. I used to be that. Now, every night I'm like, oh, I'm so grateful for this day. There are so many magical things happen. So, <laughs> guys, I'm like a completely different person. I do not recognize myself. Uh, another thing that you can be experiencing if your GABA levels are not balanced, not sufficient, and I can totally relate to that, Till this day, there are things, you know, when I don't eat enough carbohydrates, when my diet is not balanced, and I'll explain why carbohydrates are important, um, I do feel scattered, disorganized. Like, there are so many things happening, and I can't make sense of it. It's like they're all, all over the place. That actually has to do with GABA more often than not. Um, also, if you are the kind of person who always finds things to worry about, like anything, you know, you just tend to worry about all of the things that can potentially happen. I used to be that person too. <laughs> uh, also, if you more often use food, drugs, alcohol to relax, that also might be a sign that your GABA is levels are not uh, that great. And I used to use food, especially carbohydrate-rich foods. And again, I'll explain why carbohydrates are important in just a moment. So I used to use food as a substance of choice to, I guess, balance and optimize my GABA and to relax. Now that my brain chemistry is balanced, I don't ever feel an urge to use food as my relaxation uh, tool. Um, and again, guys, I'm not talking in any negative way about food, drugs, or alcohol uh, to relax. They just counterproductive usually for our goals and our well-being in the long term, right? But they solve the problem. For me, that was food. So I used food to relax. And for the moment, it solved the problem. It had other negative consequences. And that's why I knew I had to figure that out, why I'm using food as a tool to relax, right? But it was a tool, an effective tool. For you, again, it might be alcohol or drugs. I find... Um, you know, a lot of my clients, when they come to me and they want to reduce their alcohol consumption, uh, one of, of a very common questions is, 
um, they ask me, it's like, okay, so I understand that I want to reduce my alcohol consumption, but I find it hard to relax without alcohol. So what can I do about that? Um, and it is a problem, right? And so we need to balance our GABA, it seems, to help ourselves to feel relaxed and calm and happy without any substances like I, I do now. And let's get back to carbohydrates. So to make GABA effectively, we need to have well-balanced, consistent blood sugar levels in our brain. And it seems that my body, my brain, I'm not able to maintain a good amount and steady and consistent levels of blood sugar levels. So when I went low carb and keto, at some point I realized my brain, my body, they just were not able to maintain a sufficient amount of blood sugar levels in all tissues and specifically in the brain. And my GABA levels, and GABA, guys, it is made from glucose in our brain. Uh, the brain metabolizes glu- glucose in one of the like byproducts is GABA. First, it's glutamate. We're not going to be talking about glutamate today, but then glutamate is made into GABA. And so when blood sugar levels in your brain are not sufficient or um, they are not consistent, you know, your blood sugar is all over the place in your brain. So you might be experiencing problems with your GABA levels. And that's why, you know, low carb and keto diet didn't work for me at the end. Really, if I were to say the main reason was I just couldn't feel happy and calm, and relaxed, and peaceful, and plus also GABA has a lot to do with vision, with with vision, with sleep, with muscle tone, motor control, Um, also nowadays they're researching the connection between GABA levels and melatonin synthesis, the one that is highly involved in helping us falling asleep and maintaining healthy sleep-awake cycles. So let's again talk about GABA deficiency or imbalance. If you find yourself on a negative thinking pattern more often than not, if it's hard for you to relax, to stay happy, to stay calm, Um, if you are experiencing negative thinking patterns, especially at night, if you often feel scattered, disorganized, if you always find things, new things to worry about, um, if you use uh, some of the substances like foods, drugs, or alcohol to relax, so insufficient or imbalanced GABA levels might be the reason. Again, hard to measure, so don't try to do that. Just realize that that might be a reason. And if, especially if you decided to go on a low carb or on keto diet and you feel mentally down, might be the reason. <laughs> so, but instead of getting, you know, into high carbohydrate foods like, I don't know, croissants or sugary drinks and sugary cereals or a lot of white bread or pasta, learn to use <clears throat> fiber and phytonutrients rich foods that are also rich in carbohydrates to support your GABA levels, but also helping you to stay um, healthy. By the way, guys, um, another thing, interesting thing about GABA, that it promotes alpha brain waves, the one that are found when you are relaxed, and it decreases um, better, better, meaning alpha and then better brain waves that are experience during the states of stress and anxiety. So GABA, I have it all in my notes. What um, can be um, 
cause of GABA imbalance can be gluten intolerance. If you still eat gluten and you're intolerant to that, might be the reason. Lack of sleep, poor diet, too much caffeine, uh, too much stress, also alcohol, dysbiosis, meaning imbalance of beneficial and non-beneficial gut microbes in your gut. Also, not enough B6 because we need that to convert glutamate into GABA, and a lot of people are deficient in B6 vitamin. So that's why, you know, if you want to optimize your brain chemistry, B vitamins or multivitamin, take them. And I would highly recommend get additional B6 if you need, if you feel like your GABA is really out of balance. Um, take it in the morning, by the way, if you decide to go for it. Uh, GABA supplements. Do not go for GABA supplements because GABA in a supplement, it's too a big molecule. It doesn't cross blood-brain barrier. So if you take it, and if your gut is quite healthy, they say that um, if your blood-brain barrier is leaky, you might get GABA in your brain from supplements, but other than that, it doesn't really help much. So your best way to increase your GABA is to eat certain foods that seem to have it naturally or promote GABA production. Um, also very important to, again, maintain balanced, consistent, uh, sufficient levels of blood sugar. And if you, again, on low-carb keto diet and you find yourself not happy, not relaxed, not calm, probably not good diet for your blood sugar levels, they might be not high, but not sufficient either. Uh, so foods, let's talk about foods, foods that either contain GABA or promote GABA uh, release or production. Um, we have three foods that are richer in GABA than any other foods, rice germ, and that means that you need to eat whole rice, brown rice, not white rice, it doesn't contain the GABA, spinach and sprouted grains, also foods that are rich, quite rich in GABA, beans, chestnuts, corn, kale, all potatoes, sweet and yams and not sweet. Then also fermented foods are quite beneficial for GABA because they contain bacteria that produce GABA in our gut. Now, how much of it is crossed and passed to our brain? We don't know exactly, but it seems that eating yogurts and probiotic foods are good for GABA levels. For drinks to improve GABA levels, less caffeine, more green tea or any tea really, because tea has this molecule L-theanine that seems to stimulate GABA production, uh, whereas caffeine decreases the um, sensitivity of GABA receptors. Uh, then we have other nutrients and substances that either boost or help to create more GABA or increase sensitivity of GABA receptors. So here we have omega-3 fatty acids, specifically DHA, only found in marine sources like fatty fish or algae. DHA specifically, we have L-theanine, again found in teas, but also uh, you can get it as a supplement. Uh, we have magnesium, so get magnesium for all kinds of purposes. One of the best supplements that everyone if I believe should take. We have B6 vitamin, already mentioned that. Uh, zinc, probiotics also seem to help with GABA levels. 
And yeah, I'm taking B6 and magnesium and fish oil. I eat fatty fish almost every day. And there is zinc in my multivitamin. And I'm eating half a liter of yogurt every day. So as you can see, I've worked quite a lot on my GABA levels. And again, as soon as I go on some low-carb bullshit, <laughs> bullshit because it just doesn't work for me, um, my happiness levels go down almost the same day. Um, so that's why I love my fruit and a sufficient amount of carbohydrates. They are essential for my happiness, literally. And then there are a couple of things that are very beneficial for GABA levels, things that you can do. Exercise in general, like we already talked about it, exercise is amazing for all the neurotransmitters and seams, but especially for GABA, um, it helps with GABA and specific Exercise, yoga, helps the most. After a single session of yoga, it seems that your GABA levels increase about 27%. I'm not sure how they measured it since GABA is hard to measure, but that's what it said in the resources that I went through. And then meditation, similar to yoga, helps a lot with GABA level. And as a quite... Like quite consistent yoga practitioner and meditation practitioner. I meditate every day, at least a couple of times per day. I find it just necessary for my brain. I do yoga at least a couple of times per week, and I can attest that it does make me feel quite calm, relaxed, and happy. So use it if you are, again, on the side of negative thinking, patterns, feeling disorganized and scattered, and you have um, a lot of things to worry about. You seem to find them all the time. Again, GABA levels might be an issue. It's a nature's volume. It's the molecule of relaxation, of happiness, of calmness of mind. Right, so eat your carbohydrates from whole food sources. Um, eat your probiotics, your fatty fish, eat your potatoes, spinach in all its forms. Remember that GABA supplement does not do anything really. Don't forget to take your B6 to convert um, your glucose and glutamate into GABA. Um, magnesium, zinc also seem to help a lot with GABA. Uh, do exercise, do yoga, meditation, and then feel happy. And guys, if you ask me, it doesn't matter where you are in life, what you do, if your life doesn't make you happy, if you don't feel happy, and the reason might be neurotransmitters, not anything specific in your life, as we just learned. So if you don't feel happy, then do everything in your power to feel happy, because at the end of the day, the quality of our life is how we feel every day and nothing else. You can have all the things in the world and feel miserable and you have nothing, you can have nothing at all and feel super happy. It has nothing to do with certain possessions or things you accomplish or do. It has to do with brain chemistry and today we learned how to biochemically change your happiness levels. And that's it guys. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to check out our brain upgrading course. It's short, concise, and all the foundational happy brain habits. Uh, The link is in the show notes. Uh, Schedule our Calendly call um, or Zoom call where I'm going to walk you through personally your 
brain type upgrading habits. Again, all of it is in the show notes. Share this episode, share this information, teach each other, feel happy. And till next time, have an amazing weekend and eat better daily.